Welcome to Birding by Ear, a podcast I created to help me learn how to identify birds by the sounds they make. My name is Beth and I live outside of Salt Lake City, Utah, and I'm not an expert birder, nor do I have any experience when it comes to podcasting. I made these podcasts to help me attempt to learn to identify birds by the sounds they make. I'm a fellow student learning to bird by ear. So if you want to learn, come along and let's learn some bird sounds together. Last episode, we learned about tyrant flycatchers. We talked about impidinax flycatchers or impids, which are notoriously difficult to tell apart visually, and therefore their songs and calls are extremely important. Last episode, we talked about two impids, the willow flycatcher and the cordilleran flycatcher, which is very, very similar to the Pacific slope flycatcher. We're going to continue today with some more impidinax flycatchers. Our main focus will be three impids that are commonly found in Utah, Gray, Dusky, and Hammonds. But we will also listen to a fourth one as well, and that one is the least flycatcher. Let's begin today with the Gray flycatcher. Their song has two parts. Part A is a trip, and part B, a tweep. They can mix up the order of these two parts. Often it's AB, then AA. Let's listen one more time for the gray flycatcher. Their call is a sharp, dry wit. This wit call will be very difficult to distinguish between other impids, specifically the dusky. So here is the gray versus the dusky wit call. First the gray. Then the dusky. I don't know if I would reliably use this call to distinguish between the gray and the dusky. But speaking of dusky, let's talk about him. While their wit call is given all year, the dusky has another call that is typically only given during the breeding season, but is quite unique. This call is often referred to as the doohick call. But I think it also recalls to my mind that of the quick three bears song of the olive-sided flycatcher, although maybe more real quick. So one way I thought to remember this is that when it's dusky, it gets dark real quick. 
Okay, the Duskies song has three parts separated by short pauses. Remember, the gray flycatcher only has two parts, but the Cordilleran flycatcher also had three parts. The three parts of the Dusky flycatcher song can be sung in any order and do not reliably go in order A, B, C. But for learning purposes, I want to play each part individually and then listen to them put together. So part A is a tispit. Part B is a grip. And part C is a suite. The last part is the most distinctive song phrase. It is underslurred. Remember, that means it rises in pitch at the end like a question. So let's listen one more time to each part. Here's part A. Part B. Part C. Now, here's the full Dusky Flycatcher song. The song is very similar to the Hammond's flycatcher. So while their wit call is very similar to gray flycatcher, their song is very similar to the Hammond's flycatcher. Song of the Dusky and the Hammond's are going to be tricky to tell apart. They're kind of hard for me to describe, but one that I could find that I liked the best is Chirip, Rip, Seat. So once again, here's the Dusky Flycatcher song. Now, let's play the Hammond's Flycatcher and see if we can spot the differences. Okay, what did you hear that was different? Everyone might hear something slightly different, so feel free to come up with your own memory tools or mnemonics, and don't be shy about sharing them. As you can hear, and as was promised, the Dusky Flycatcher and the Hammond's Flycatcher's songs are very similar. Like the Dusky, Hammond's song has three parts or phrases. These parts are sung in any order and can feel random. A good way to distinguish between Dusky and Hammond's song is by listening to the details of the individual phrases. So let's break the song into its three parts, like we did with Dusky, and listen to them separately. Here is part A. Here is part B. And here is part C. The three phrases are more alike to each other than they are in Dusky's particularly part C, which was underslurred, remember, in Dusky, but in Hammond's sounds a lot like part A, but has a burry quality to it. 
goes down at the end rather than rising like a question. So let's listen one more time. Here's part A, part B, and part C. And now here's the Hammond's full song one more time. Now let's play them back to back. First the dusky. And then the Hammonds. Sometimes Hammonds can sing that part C by itself, which can sound like least flycatcher, which is the next bird we will talk about. But first, let's talk about Hammonds' call. The Hammonds' call is a sweet pip, which is different than the wit calls of the dusky and the gray. Here is the Hammond's pip call. And the Dusky's wit call. Hammond's does have another unique call that sounds like pear pwit. This call of the Hammonds, the Pear Pwit call, is similar to the Dusky's real quick call, but I couldn't come up with a cute way of remembering it. So if you come up with a cute way, let me know. Here it is, one more time, the Hammonds call Pear Pwit. Okay, I think it's time for a brain break and an auditory palate cleanser. Since we're talking about flycatchers, here are some fly-themed jokes. Why did the fly fly? Because the spider spied hole. Where do flies go for a holiday? Fly-ammy. What do you call fly snow wings? A walk. What do you call fly snow wings and no legs? A wall. Okay. Our last in Pitanax today is the least flycatcher. 
This isn't common in my area, but its range is expanding and it is becoming more common. Unlike the other impids we've talked about, the least flycatcher song is short and comparatively simpler than what we've talked about so far. So we can remember this because it's the least of all the songs. This song is a short, dry jibrick. They do have a wit call that is very similar to the other impids, and that is what this sounds like. Okay, before we leave impids, I want to go over and do a quick review. So here we go. The willow flycatcher says free beer. And has this wit call. Cordieran flycatcher has a receipt call. And a three-phrase song that sounds like this. The gray flycatcher has a two-part song. And a dry, sharp wit. The wit call of the gray and the dusky are very similar. Here's the dusky. Dusky has another call, is quite unique. And the song of the Dusky and the Hammonds are very similar. Listen for the harsher rip of the Dusky, and the Dusky's last note goes up like a question. Here's the Dusky song. And here's the Hammond song. The Hammonds has a unique call, which is more of a pip. It also has another pier pwit. And last, but not least, is the least flycatcher. And that is all I have for you today. Audio recordings in today's episode were provided by the Cornell Guide to Bird Sounds, the sound collection found on audubon.org, and the following individuals who shared their recordings on xenocanto.org. That's xen-canto.org. Paul, Marvin, and Richard E. Webster. As always, special thanks to Angie Naren, my bush tip besties, and Kent for all the encouragement and advice. And special thanks to my kids for providing auditory palate cleansers. Now go and get your ears on birding.